As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You are listening to Believe in the Blacklist on the Believe Podcast Network. Welcome back in to Believe in the Blacklist. I am your host, Stacey Blackwood, here on the Believe Podcast Network. Today we are breaking down episodes 9 and 10 of season 1, Anslow Garrick, number 16 on the Blacklist. These are still a couple of my favorite episodes of the entire series. Just fantastic episodes, and we're going to dive right into them. We start out with a flashback scene of Wrestler, uh, you know, being injured, and he's inside the box, and it looks like Red is trying to perform some type of procedure on him and that just happens for a few seconds and then we flash back to 13 hours prior to that and uh, Red's in Germany at a bar celebrating with some friends having a drink over some type of you know trade that that they've been working on or something like that and wrestler comes up and uh, Red's like uh, you know how did you why are you here and wrestler tells uh, read that that Liz has been detained and that he needs to get back and uh, obviously we learned that that is a lie. The uh, FBI has gotten some intel that a threat has been made against Red and they want to place him into protective custody for the time being. And Red informs them that they have fell into the trap because uh, Anslow Garrick inf- is, in- is infiltrating the black site and he used the task force and that intel to get Red to the black site to make it easier to capture him so while red is given the the rundown on on how dangerous anzalo is and and who he is exactly we see anzalo and his thugs you know breaking in and infiltrating the facility there the black site uh so they they infiltrate the facility wrestler gets shot in the leg severely Uh, red kind of saves him there in that moment and gets him and him and wrestler to the box uh, to kind of keep them safe in that particular moment. And at this moment, uh, Anslow Garrick and his team has completely infiltrated the black side and have complete control over it. They've cut the main lines off at the main generator room. 
uh, you know, they've cut the conduit into with, with saw. So they have, they have completely overtaken the black site, and now they're all at the mercy of Anslow Garrick. Cooper and Mira and some of the other team members are trying to uh, make sure they don't get the uh, weapons room. Uh, but, of course, they don't have enough men to, to kind of hold back Anslow's uh, army of, of guys that he has there taking over the facility. Well, uh, Liz, at this time, she was late coming in that day, or later than everybody else, and she was stuck in the elevator at the moment that Anslow and his team uh, captured the facility. So she's stuck there in the elevator, and she gets out, and she's trying to, to make her way around and find some answers there. And uh, she runs into a ROM. And they formulate a plan to try to get the communications back, you know, so they can kind of call in some backup and get some help on the way. So they're working together to try to find that. Uh, Red and Wrestler, they're in the box. I want to get to this because this is probably the most interesting part, one of the most interesting parts of, of these two episodes is kind of uh, Red and Wrestler's interactions there in the box. And, uh, you know, one moment... Uh, Red asked Wrestler what happened to his engagement with, with Audrey Tidwell, I believe is her last name. And Wrestler's pretty much like, yeah, we were engaged, but it was kind of my engagement with you and me trying to hunt you down kind of ended all that. So, And, and you can kind of tell Red feels a little bit bad for that in, in his emotions there. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Wrestler keeps asking him, you know, why are you trying to save me? You know that, you know, I, I don't care for you, and I'm sure you don't really care a whole lot for me. And Red gives the answer of, well, you know, that's what you do when somebody's dying in front of you. You save their life. And, uh, it's, you know, today you're my friend, but tomorrow you're, enemy, you're my enemy. So uh, a lot of interesting conversations there. And Wrestler asks Red, you know, I don't, I don't know how you've done it, Reddington. I don't know how you portrayed the, betrayed your country and your flag. And uh, Red says, "Well, we become who we are." He has, this is a this is a great quote. He says, "We be, you become who you are. You can't judge a book by its cover, uh, but you most certainly can by its last." Really, really great quote there from Reddington. I know that's not the entire quote, but and then we get to the the one more time monologue, which still to this date is one of the best monologues of the entire series. And uh, he talks about all these things that he still wants to do of why they're going to survive because he. You know, he wants to smoke Cubans and feel the sun on his face for as long as he can. He wants to read one more good book. He wants the warmth of a woman in a cool set of sheets. And and then he says, most of all, I want to sleep. I want to sleep like I slept when I was a boy. So just a fantastic mo monologue there delivered by James Spader. And just uh, the, the moments there between Red and Wrestler in the box are, are very, uh, just, just incredible acting by James Spader and Diego uh, Clattenhoff, just just a great great scenes there with those two characters, and of course Red gives Wrestler a blood transfusion. They happen to be the same blood type, uh, so just uh, interesting dynamic there between the two characters who, you know, for for the series so far, really really hate each other. Uh, but moving on, uh, uh, like I said, Garrick's trying to inf infiltrate the facility, trying to get into the box to get Red and and, and you know get escape with Red, and uh, he's trying to get the code from from Cooper and Cooper's not willing to give up the code. Uh, so Garrett brings Luli, uh, Red's assistant there up to the box and says, you know, I need the code or she's going to die. Well, he doesn't get the code. So she gets shot pretty and pretty gruesome. You know, I want to talk a minute about, about how gruesome uh, this, this, especially part one of this episode 
was, especially for a network TV show, a lot, lot of blood there uh, in this episode, but really, really fun episode. And so Luli gets shot there, and then they bring Dembe up, and uh, he's he's going to kill Dembe, it looks like. And Red and, and Dembe kind of are, I, I'm not sure, some type of uh, Muslim chant or prayer that they have between each other not sure what that is if you know exactly what that is let me know uh in the comments uh, when i post it on twitter uh but really interesting part there and as it looks like dembe is about to to get shot the screen cuts to black and you hear a gunshot and then we move into the next episode there the conclusion of anslo garrick and Dembe is being held at gunpoint and we hear that that gunshot again but the gunshot turns out to be a rom shooting uh Garrick's man who has Liz at that point well then Garrick's people uh, capture Liz and Aram and then Garrick holds Liz at gunpoint and Red pleads with Wrestler to get the code and you know Red's like either you give me the code or I'm going to kill you if you can't save Liz then you're no use of, to me so Wrestler gives up the code and, and Garrick takes Red and Liz you know to escape with him and uh, while they're in the ambulance, while, while they're trying to take the tracking device out of Red's neck, Red tells Liz to call a number and ask for Mr. Kaplan. Well, they, they push Liz out of the ambulance as she, try, as she you know tries to let them both escape from the ambulance, but doesn't succeed. But she gets pushed out. Uh, and so then she makes contact with Aram to try to, for, for them to work together to try to find out, you know, who's kind of behind this and how all this happened. Uh, so they're working together. Uh, and then we get <laughs> while they're working together, Aram finds that this a call has been made to an address multiple times every time that Red shows up to the black side, and it's the address that is right across the street from Liz and Tom's home. So Liz goes and checks it out, and of course that's where the man with the apple and all the cameras are set up, and she's discovering all this, and uh, the man with the apple attacks her, but Liz kills him, and she calls Mr. Kaplan, and Mr. Kaplan shows up, and we are first introduced to Mr. Kaplan. Turns out Mr. Kaplan is a missus, but for, she's still called Mr. Kaplan, and she says that she's going to take care of this, she's going to dig the the bullet out and get rid of the ballistics and all that kind of evidence so it's not traced back to Liz and Liz is like I can't let you do this I'm an FBI agent and she says well uh, Mr. Kaplan says that you know my two objectives are to keep you safe and to find my employer and she's referring to Red there and so uh, so Liz is now working with Mr. Kaplan to try to figure some more of this information out Mr. Kaplan has Liz go to the car and of course, she finds the GPS there, and she—they're kind of looking back at some of the coordinates there, and they find a, you know, what seems to be a uh, industrial park, which is kind of a secluded location. So they decide to attack that, and it turns out not to be where they're holding Red, but some kind of communications post with, you know, really high-level communication software and, uh, you know, technology and stuff like that. So they get all that. In uh, in all this time, Cooper is kind of going back and forth with uh, Diane Fowler on whether or not to shut the task force down or not. Uh, you know, she's she's obviously scared because the, uh, the task force has been you know compromised and uh, they're all under attack. And while they after they uh, infiltrated the black or the, uh, the the communication center that Garrick's people had, they find that that Diane Fowler had been being watched, all of them had been being watched, and now she's she's a little more inclined to let them continue the hunt to try to find Reddington and try to find Anslow Garrick. 
Well, all this is happening. Then Liz and Mir are there at the black side, and they're working together to try to find more information, try to find Reddington. They're not sure where he's at. And then they find this address, and it's a church. And it turns out that uh, the ambulance that they used to, to take Red away in had been burned just a few blocks away from uh, that church. So they, they decide that is where Red is being held. And at this time, we get introduced to a new character, uh, Alan Alda. What I mean, first of all, what a fantastic, uh, you know, guest star to be able to have on this show. Fantastic casting there. Alan Alda, of course, famous for being on MASH. So just an incredible casting choice there. And he he is wanting to have a talk with Red, and that is the reason why Garrick uh, wanted to take Red. So they have this this conversation, of course, and he starts the conversation out saying, you know, Red, it's been like 20 years since I've seen you, and, uh, you know, we could have killed you uh every day for the past two decades but we choose to let you live because the information you have uh on us would you know be detrimental to their organization so uh at this moment we're not sure who that organization is who alan alda is working for or who he is and a lot of questions are raised there in that you know i don't know two or three minute conversation that that red and uh alan alda have and red tells you know, they're so concerned, Alan Alda's character is, because they learned that Red has, you know, kind of surrendered and started working with the FBI. But Red tells him that him surrendering to the FBI and working with them has nothing to do uh, with Alan's, uh, you know, I guess, network or whatever operation he is working on. Red says it has nothing to do with that. So, uh, very interesting there. Of course, Garrick wants another crack at him, and uh, Red takes care of Garrick there. And uh, as he uh, slyly takes the the scissors away from the doctor that was there torturing him for a while, and uh, he he kills Garrick there where he's being held. Uh, like I said, Liz and Mir had worked together to find the location of Red, but of course, by the time they get there, Red is already gone. And he has gone in the wind. Nobody knows where he's at. His tracking device has been removed. So he is he is a ghost now. And then we get to see a wrestler. He's in the hospital. And his old fiance Audrey, shows up. And wrestler sees that she's engaged. And he says, he says, please tell me he's fat and unemployed. And she says, he's fat and unemployed. And so wrestler asks her to stay with him for a little while. And, and she does. And, you know, they kind of have... You know, I guess they're catching up there and reliving their past a little bit. Obviously, you can tell that Wrestler still has feelings for her, and and it kind of looks like she may have feelings for him as well. So, like I said, Red is on the run now. Liz uh, is is looking at an old uh, bunny, you know, a stuffed bunny, and and this happens at the beginning of the episode too. And she has a little bit of a flashback of a fire uh you know, there with that bunny and she's once again looking at this bunny there and just kind of thinking and you can tell she's she's pondering on her past as she's looking at her scar and at that bunny that's also burned a little bit and then she gets a call from red and uh red's just letting her know that that he's going to be away for a while that but if she ever needs anything that he's always there just to just to reach out and he will be there for her and uh liz says well i have a question are you my father and red pauses for what seems like an eternity and then he says no and then there's another pause there and then red says be careful of your husband so that seed is planted once again that liz needs to be careful of her husband tom and uh, he he's denied being her father 
And so we're, we kind of get a couple answers, but then we get several more questions there at the end of these two episodes. Great episodes. I love these two episodes. Garrick was a phenomenal blacklister, scary looking dude. Uh, you know, we learned in these episodes that, that a few years back, Red had a chance to kill him and shot him in the face, but it didn't kill him. And uh, it just kind of distorted his face a little bit, which made him look kind of scary, which was very good for dramatic effect there in, in television show. But uh, really good episodes. I enjoyed both of them very much. Uh, we're almost halfway done now with season one with our rewatch here. So really excited to continue this series. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate everyone that's been listening and that, that interacts with us here there on Twitter. And like I said, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us that five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music. We're on Stitcher. We are on all the major podcast platforms. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Believe Blacklist. My personal account is at Blackwood89. I appreciate each and every one of you. I look forward to continuing this series. Y'all take care. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.